Hello and welcome to Cartridge Cinema Club, episode 63. My name is Mark Champlin, and uh, today I'm joined by Alex Wallace. You know, there was a new listener recently who told me that they like uh, the podcaster voice that I put on only for the intro, <laughs> and now I can't stop thinking about the fact that I do that. Yeah, the show really quickly devolves after that. The intro is the high point of our professionalism, and then it just like immediately drops down as soon as I start talking. It's I, I say the intro, and then you say, you know, <laughs> I had a hell of a week. And then I go, yeah, fuck this show. And then this, and then that's twenty minutes later, baby. What's up, girls and gays? Welcome back to Cartridge Cinema Club. Uh, so this week, uh, we we watch we watched this show, and this show is a fucking cryptid, man. This like okay, like large parts of this television program that we watched for this week are entirely lost to time. They have not been recovered and likely will never be recovered. Um, The crisscross of different licensing agreements from all of the different video game companies involved in this TV show basically guarantees that it will never be re-released in its original form. Um, and, And that's very interesting to me because... I think that this being, you know, this this lost television show where, like, half of the episodes are not even available on the internet uh, lends this show kind of a mystique, you know? Before you watch it, you're like, oh, it's Saturday Supercade. It's, it's the lost Mario cartoon. It's the lost Donkey Kong cartoon. It's the lost Q-Bert cartoon because you care about Q-Bert, apparently. Um, and that is hilarious because the show has absolutely no artistic merit whatsoever. Like, it is just consumer trash. But because we live in a society that values that type of thing, and because, like, it being a sort of lost piece of art lends it that air of mystery, you're, you're tricked into thinking that you're going to be getting something, like, of value out of this, but you're not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it is the lost Donkey Kong cartoon. Um... <laughs> But the lost Donkey Kong cartoon is just a cartoon where Donkey Kong fucks human women and has a catchphrase that's him saying Donkey Kong in that voice. He does that a lot. He does it. What did we watch this week, Mark? Uh, Well, Saturday Supercade is (laughs) it's a show. The podcast voice is gone already. (laughs) Well, uh, this fucking cartoon (laughs) from the eighties, bunch of bullshit, and here we are. I'm I'm gonna try to do it. Saturday Supercade is an animated television series produced for Saturday mornings by Ruby Spears Productions. It ran for approximately two seasons on CBS, beginning in 1983. <laughs> I got pretty low there. Yeah, that was all um, right. Every episode of this show was an hour of uh, 60 torturous minutes, apparently, <laughs> um, and consisted of multiple 10-minute cartoon segments based on the following arcade video games. Donkey Kong. You got Donkey Kong Jr. You got Frogger. You got Qbert. Uh, you got you got Pitfall, whose name in the show is Uncle Pitfall. Um, you got Space Ace. You remember uh, Space Ace? Everybody remembers Space Ace. <laughs> remember, it was like Dragon's Lair, but it was in space. Um, I remember it because... Uh, because there is a YouTube video on that game by Name Redacted. <laughs> we'll, we'll do an episode on John yeah. Tron eventually. God. Uh, he, he keeps coming up on this fucking podcast. God, I know. He's a he's a frequent guest. Uh, see, the problem um, is I can't read Space Ace without thinking of it as a Space Asexual. 
<laughs> Every single time they said Space Ace, I was like, wow, good for him. <laughs> l- l- listen to me. Fuck the discourse. Space Ace, Space Asexuals, you are valid. <laughs> Space asexuals are not only valid; they're they're more valid than most other things. <laughs> um, <laughs> shout out to the aces, uh, Kangaroo, uh, which is a video game. Yeah, who the apparently, fuck? it's great. Uh, it's great because Kangaroo is like on this li- like you know Space Ace is already like who the, like bro you're you're in the big leagues bro this is Donkey Kong and Frogger we're talking about here and then Space Ace is like hey guys can I hang out and you're like oh god Space Ace and then Kangaroo who the fuck remembers Kangaroo the arcade game and the best part about it is that the Kangaroo segment was the least memorable segment that we watched for this yeah I, I texted you uh, <laughs> the last one that I watched was Kangaroo and I just finished it and I retained none of it so I'm not gonna talk about <laughs> yeah. it the show. Uh, and I was, I was just like, it'll be fine because we're going to cloud on uh, Kangaroo for 30 seconds uh, and then not bring it up for the rest of the episode. I really mean it when I say I don't remember what happened. <laughs> there were animals and There's one of them was, one of them was a kangaroo. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, this is the plot segment, I guess. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so, it, so this is actually quite simple. Uh, because the premise of Saturday Supercade is the same for every single one of the cartoons. There is a bad guy, or several bad guys, often an ethnic stereotype, but not always. Uh, and then there's an object, and the bad guys want the object, and then a video game character from the 1980s is going to stop them from acquiring that object, and then, like, work with the cops. <laughs> um, yep. And so we watched, uh, we watched one one episode from each of these segments. Again, like, put, piecing together episodes of this show is, like, not really possible, but we were able to watch one of each segment, and each of them are ten minutes long, and there's seven different games being represented here, which means that we watched Saturday Supercade for over an hour. Um, and that was a... That was a really destructive experience for my mental health, I think. Um, and... I'm not going to talk about each one of these episodes individually because it's all the same bullshit. I just want to, like, toss off a couple notable things about a few of these. Number one, Frogger, uh, he's, he's, a, he's a newspaper reporter, or maybe he's a detective, or maybe he's a cop, or maybe he's all of those things. I don't know, and I don't know why. Uh, See, what, what it is is that the show presumes that a child will not understand that the reporter just reports on things. <laughs> yeah. They don't actually solve the crimes. Uh, and they just assume that the eight-year-old that's watching will think that that's fine. <laughs> um, so there's there's Qbert. Um, and Qbert is like a 50s greaser in this who wears like a leather jacket. And, he, you know, he's got to win the big race. Again, I, I don't fucking know why. Uh, and then I think it's really notable to mention that Donkey, the, the premise of the Donkey Kong Jr. cartoon is that Donkey Kong Jr. was abandoned by his father, Donkey Kong. Uh, and now he rides around in a motorcycle with some dude in a leather jacket and they, and they solve mysteries, I think. Again, I have no f- fucking idea why. <laughs> it's so, so Donkey Kong Jr. also can't <laughs> stop talking about his father. And how sick he is. <laughs> Anytime someone brings up their father, he's like, well, my dad's the strongest monkey alive. He could beat the shit out of your dad. Fuck your I, shit lo- up. I, I love my dad who went to join the circus and abandoned me. I'm going to find him. 
it's it's re- what were your general thoughts about Saturday Super Cane, Mark? Um, you know, if you like went on a royalty free sound effect website, <laughs> right? And like for for like a gag in a YouTube video you were making, you wanted to get the most obnoxious stereotypical boing sound effect that you could. Uh, th- this show uses that that sound bank, like. <laughs> Like, uh, you, th- imagine that in your head. Imagine like the the like the 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 cuckoo clock once somebody hits their head. Mm-hmm. Um, I the it was one hour straight of that <laughs> with like with like ass fucking music in the background. Oh god! Um, I, ha- I hate the eighties. I hate them. <laughs> uh, ch- children's programming. Uh, did not get good until the 90s and i'm not just saying that because that was when i was a child um it really didn't uh everyone in the show is a fucking cop (laughs) yeah it's true Uh, we should address that briefly (laughs) we should address that briefly i'm not down with just the like it's just just uh you know everyone in this show is a protagonist that is gonna stop like criminals Mm -hmm. and like bring them to jail yeah like it's not it's it's not like like oh no, like like you know like man versus environment, mm-hmm. man versus man. Like every one of these plots is man versus criminal who's breaking the law, and breaking <laughs> the law is bad. Yep, and it's a very pro cop show. That it's it's a pro cop show. It I'm is. just saying it is. Um, um, the, the end of the Pitfall Harry episode that we watched ends with like Pitfall Harry's niece or whoever the fuck going, and now they'll be in jail for twenty years. Yay! (laughs) And you're supposed to be like, hooray! People are rotting in the prison industrial complex! Yeah! Yeah. (laughs) Sucks for their families. (laughs) Bummer. (laughs) Whatever. Um, And I also just want to mention that you could absolutely interchange any one of these protagonists uh, into any other plot, and it wouldn't change anything at all. No one has a personality in this show. Like, the the entire premise of the show, that there is, like, a bunch of different video game characters in different premises and different settings and different environments, really falls apart when you realize that every single character has the exact same cadence and tone of voice and personality and manner of speaking. Uh, And by the time you get to, like, the fourth or fifth one of these, your brain really just starts to just starts to shut down on you. It just like refuse. Like at a certain point, your brain is just like, no, like I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to fucking watch this. I'm not going to retain any of this information. Stop putting this in front of me. I, I, I feel like I've talked about the Frogger one a lot already, um, but I'm going to talk about it one more time okay. because it really just illustrates the, the, the why, why was this, vi- why were these video game characters thing mm-hmm. that I keep thinking about is just, I, Frogger is a reporter for like the Swamp Daily News, mm-hmm. and he's friends with another frog and a turtle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's nothing about the video game in it except for one time where they, out of obligation, have him jump out of the way of a car. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one time. Yeah, otherwise, and like, there's one of those. There's they wouldn't even need to be frogs. There's one of those per episode. <laughs> God. Okay. So. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna share my thoughts because I feel like you know I've been kind of cagey so far. I haven't really been honest about how I felt about this, so I want to, I want to be really genuine and honest and let you know how I felt. Did you secretly about... love it? 
No. Okay. Maybe. No. <laughs> I had a lot of difficulty as a 24-year-old adult parsing what the fuck is happening in this show for seven-year-olds. Mm-hmm. It, it is... It is... Okay, so part of it is the 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 constant high pitched whine that is playing at all times because of the incredibly low quality YouTube VHF rips that you have to watch in order to watch this show really like adds to the like hangover like atmosphere of the whole thing. Um, this show feels like it was generated by an AI, but like, like it has. It has that that quality that AI-generated writing has. You know, when someone's like, I fed my toaster 20 hundred scripts for Olive Garden commercials, and now it wrote this. Like, it reads like that, because um, it has that quality where it's like, there will be a sentence, and the sentence makes grammatical sense, and you can sort of see, like, the one to two to three of how it is supposed to fit together, but it doesn't actually mean anything. Um, I, everything in, in this show operates on dream logic. Like, things <laughs> things just occur, you know? Like, there doesn't need to be a reason. And, like, nothing that happens in one scene will logically affect anything happening in any of the subsequent scenes. Like, okay, this is, this is encapsulated, in my opinion, by a particular moment in the Qbert episode where he's like... Okay, so, you know, he's got the big race coming up, um, and it's called a disc race, and the disc race is basically they fly around on frisbees and, like, surf on them, and presumably that's because they just didn't want to animate them driving cars or running or whatever the fuck, um, but he's, but Qbert's got his disc, right? And he has this moment where he's like, I need to trust somebody to watch my disc while I'm gone, and... And, and and then two of his idiot friends show up and they're like, we'll watch your disc for you, Kubert. And Kubert's like, I don't trust you guys at all. All right, you guys should watch my disc. And then the show just moves on. And that's what the whole show is like. Like, it's just like, like nothing ever follows through in a way that actually makes sense. It just moves forward constantly. Like, they, they have the pieces necessary to make the plot move to the point where they want it to be. But none of the, like... None of the connecting tissue ever makes any it's I had I had a rough time. I had a wa- rough time watching this. I was at work, I was drinking a lot and it was uh it was painful. <laughs> uh an hour of this was too much. That was uh, a mistake. We shouldn't have was, done that. <laughs> th- there was a better world this morning uh when I was doing the main bulk of the research and I had only found uh, four of the seven uh, cartoons, and I... I really ge- fucked it up for us, You man. fucked it I was so mad. I, I <laughs> genuinely thought that there was no internet record of the Pitfall show or fucking Kangaroo or Space Ace. I could not yeah. find them. Um, and I was like, well, okay, well, I guess we're doing 40 minutes of content. And Alex is like, fuck no, we have to do this. And I was thinking to myself, do we... And 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 at the end of it, I can safely say, no. But no, also, it was not it's, worth it. Also, it's it's good question mark that you we know did we it. were we were we were thorough. You know, like I, by the time that I had finished, like Donkey Kong and Frogger and Qbert, I was already like, all right, I know what this is about. It's a nightmare, and I was kind of hoping yeah. maybe like Space Ace or Pitfall Harry or Kangaroo would be like a different show about different things that. But no, it's all the same bullshit constantly. Saturday Supercade is lost and should remain lost, <laughs> is my opinion. Um, I think there's just one... There are two more things, really, that we want to address about the Donkey Kong segment. Um, because I found that to be probably the most disturbing out of all of the ones we watched. 
Um, the first one is, uh, you know, less, less disturbing, more just, more just like an odd, like, kind of curiosity. Um, so Mario's in this, uh, in the Donkey Kong thing, and he's not called Jumpman, he's called Mario, so at this point he is, he is Mario. Um, and he's a brown dude. Like, he's not a white guy like he usually is, which, like, that's cool. They could have kept it that way. I would have been cool with that. Um, but also, he's not Italian. Like, it's, so, he, you got Mario, and he looks like Mario, and he's got the Mario mustache, and he's got the hat, and he's got the overalls, and it's fucking Mario, but he's not speaking in an Italian accent, and your brain just doesn't want to accept that. It, he just has, like, the generic white guy voice that everybody in this show has, and it's like... It, there's something unsettling about it. I don't know how to describe it. He doesn't even have like the Brooklyn, like Italian American no. uh, voice that he, he has. He doesn't in sound other... like the Super Show. Yeah. No other '80s properties. Yeah. Even and he doesn't sound like Bob Hoskins. He he's <laughs> just like he's just like Pauline, pa- Pauline. I gotta save you. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Who is this guy? What did you do with Mario? That, that's that's Mario. That's not Mario. That's, that's Mario. Yeah. Yeah, it's Mario. Um, and then, uh, uh, do you do you want to talk about the thing where where Donkey Kong maybe fucks a human lady in this? Yeah, I was <laughs> I wasn't expecting Donkey Kong to be the most awooga uh, ass cartoon, <laughs> but it definitely was. This was the boy oying uh, heart eyes. Uh, he, he he's a large gorilla. Um, and he's Donkey Kong. You know, he's, he's, he's Donkey Kong. Uh, in Donkey <laughs> Kong Jr., it be, it's canonized that he is the strongest uh, th- the creature in the world, is what they say, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> which may be true. He's very large, and there's there's just there's just something weird about the fact that they use a attractive human woman uh, as like a reward for him to like do like a bad thing for the criminals, and he's yeah, like, so the- he's like ooh. <laughs> The, the premise the premise is that like Donkey Kong likes human ladies and the bad guys mm-hmm. like know that so they like send a girl to go flirt with Donkey Kong and then yeah Donkey Kong makes that horrible noise that you just replicated in a yeah. in rather impressive and disturbing way <laughs> and um, like make no mistake this is not the first horny Donkey Kong cartoon we have certainly watched. not certainly not but in the other horny Donkey Kong cartoon Donkey Kong was fucking other monkeys yeah. In this, the implication is that Donkey Kong had sex with this human lady. He he certainly wanted to. <laughs> uh, there's something I don't know. There's some. It's something worse about this than about Sonic doing it. I think just because Donkey Kong like barely speaks English, I I don't know. He, he talks in this, but not always. Like he talks when he feels like it, I guess. And also, he fucks a human lady. We have to move on. I can't. Okay, is there anything else that you want to say about Saturday Supercade? Um, I think that we should uh, rank them in a numbered list. Uh, all of the cartoons. Um, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna put. Uh, so we got S tier, right? S tier. Okay. I'm gonna put Frogger because I keep thinking about it. Yeah, I'm gonna say Cubert is up there because Cubert, <laughs> like the Cubert, the Cubert show, like takes place in like a '50s nostalgia city. And like they're all like wearing leather jackets and like going to the going to the Sony shop and stuff. There's something it's really about fucking the, weird. Something about the Cubert universe which makes me <laughs> curious, and it's the only one that I was curious about. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna put Pitfall just below that. I think that the dude's voice was funny because he kept going like, yeah. "Oh, I'll save you," and like even when he was just like walking around, he's 
Like, I can just imagine him, like, at in his house at, like, 3 a.m. being like, I'm getting up to piss. Like, he, he doesn't ever turn it off, you know? Um, I, you know, I don't like any of the other ones, so they're all going no. straight to, they're all going straight to D tier. Uh, not, not tournament viable. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Uh, if, if you main, if you main space ace, you really should pick up a secondary for the, for the Frogger matchup. Um, oh my God. I'm going to lose my fucking mind on this pod. I'm going to lose my mind live on the air on this podcast and you're all going to get to listen to it. Uh, Jesus it's fucking it, Christ. It's been a week. It's this, been yeah, a week. Like, I mean, real shit, y'all. Like, like this episode, it was like, Mark and I have, like, both had pretty rough weeks. Mark had a rough fucking day today. And, like, we spent so much fucking time of our out of our day today watching fucking Saturday Supercade. And it was so unnecessary to do that. We did not need to watch all of these episodes. It was, God, what the, what are we watching next week, Mark? Um, it's not getting, it's not going to get better. Uh, we're... We're watching Doom colon Annihilation. Uh, they they made a, another Doom movie from, from 2019. Um, it's written and directed by someone named Tony uh, Giglio. Giglio. Uh, it's it's a it's a it's a Doom reboot. Uh, they already did a Doom reboot in 2016, and it mm-hmm. was really really good. And yeah, it actually but that was a video game. It was a video game, and it had a mm-hmm. lot of cool things to say politically, along with being like a fun shooty game. Um, yeah, I this feel will presumably not be like that. I feel that this <laughs> will have nothing to offer me. Um, yeah, I have no, I have no faith in this. It's it's gonna be Marines, uh, and they're gonna have guns, and, and the gonna, Rock isn't even gonna be there. And the so Rock isn't even cares? gonna. The Rock is not going to make a heel turn and murk some dude in the head. <laughs> yeah. Um, which yeah. is, which to be honest, I know it was like almost a year ago at this point, but doesn't that feel like, doesn't that feel like a lifetime ago? Yeah, it feels quaint to think about. The, go back and listen to our fucking 50 minute long episode about Doom. <laughs> From before we knew how to, like, compartmentalize this podcast and, like, write show notes that wouldn't lead us to be, like, grasping for straws for half an hour. You it's know, been a very revealing episode of Cartridge Cinema Club. Yeah, it, it, it really was... We didn't have a concept of which things were worth spending a lot of time on. Like, we're yeah. going to end this episode at 25 minutes, and I don't think there's any cuts here. Uh, no. Because, cause, like, fuck this show, and it doesn't deserve any more than 25 no. minutes. Um, so if you see a 38 minute runtime, it better have something with some meat on its bones. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the film better at least be racist if we're going to have to be yeah. talking for that long there, about it. There had better be some military shit in there. Mm-hmm. Where can people find the podcast on the internet, Mark? Fucking, um, let's get out of here. Let's close this out. Oh, God. Uh, you can find <laughs> us on Twitter at Cartridge Cinema. That's at Cartridge Cinema join the discord it's linked in the pin post on the twitter we got cute gays there it's the best um yep uh you can listen to us on itunes spotify soundcloud or your favorite podcasting app you can rate us if you're a big fan that would be nice we like reading those uh the music is by dj tin man the art is by courtney kaufman for me it was tuesday fuck cops don't join the military peace peace Damn, God, that was, like, the most, like, cynical, like, like, just vile episode of this podcast I think we've ever done.